As the markets ponder which way to go next, we're seeing incredible strength from Ethereum, which leads many to question if and when Ethereum will flip Bitcoin in total market capitalization. Coinbase's Bitcoin reserve has dropped to its lowest since December 2017. So what does that mean? And where do you hear about two kids that are earning $30,000 a month earning crypto? I don't know if it's truly always sunny in Philadelphia, but it is here in Puerto Rico. HQ for the Republic of Bad Cryptopia. It's the heat of summer, so slap on some sunscreen and get ready to cannonball into the pool for our bad news episode number 545. Cannonball! Of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, two. Who's bad? Oh man, there's no water left in my pool now. You emptied it. You cannonballed oh. that right out of there. Oh man. Now well, I gotta I'm, fill it up. Well, at least yeah. the pool guy doesn't have to come by this week. <laughs> Welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast, live from Puerto Rico. Well, recorded for you guys, but we're live right now. And uh, we're glad that you guys are here. This is our news episode. News is actually a little sparse this week. So thanks for joining us and stay bad. Joel Joel decided he wasn't angry at the news anymore. He was like, all right, I guess we'll do some news. No, it's it's not that. We, uh, We are out of interviews at the moment. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I'm not. I guess that's the whole thing. We weren't used to that the influx of that because normally you just need one a week. So you need four or five interviews a month. And then when we say, screw it, we're not doing news anymore. I'm like, wait a second. Oh shit, we need we need more interviews. Yeah, well, I didn't say we would never do it. I just I, and I was bored with it. Um, but you know, the news today is is interesting enough. And our show sponsors are Matrix Port. We're going to be talking a lot about Ethereum on uh, this show today. And if you're a long-term investor in Ethereum, there's only one thing better than holding ETH, and that is holding ETH and getting yield on that ETH at the same time. With the upgrade of ETH 2.0, holders can now earn yields on their holdings, which helps secure the network through staking. And Matrix Board has just released their own ETH 2.0 staking product that allows investors with as little as five ETH to take advantages of the benefits of staking their Ethereum. And as of today, the staking yield is at a 9% APY. I've never seen anything that high for staking your Ethereum, 9% APY. You can download the app today at badco.in forward slash matrix port, badco.in forward slash matrix port and earn on your Ethereum's. And going to coingecko.com, it is the 1st of September, 2021, 2.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and the total crypto market cap, $2.267 trillion. Bitcoin, once again, going to make the run for $50,000. Currently at 48863 Ethereum making the run to its previous high of just over 4000 It's at 3708 right now. Cardano, 289, Binance, 486, Tether, a buck, XRP, a buck and 21 cents, Dogecoin, 29 cents, Solana, look at this, strong week for Solana, up 61% at $114, Polkadot, 3077, and the USD coin being the USD coin in the number 10 slot at $1 even. Congratulations to them. I'm just really excited about, you know what, actually there's some interesting stuff going on with USDT. 
that uh, they might have some problems coming up. Um, there's some court, there's some legislation stuff going on. They're talking about uh, they're, they're, they're looking into Tether. I, I've just heard some rumblings on this, so it could be interesting to see what ends up happening with that. And uh, let me actually pull up CoinGecko right here because I did not pull that up in timely fashion. And I well, while you're doing that, the big winner for the week, Bitcoin Cash ABC, BCHA, up 140% this week in the number 49 slot. That, that mm. came out of nowhere. I don't know what's going on there. Well, check this out. I've just noticed this here. On I, I hear Sir Lord Rufus barking in the background. Oh, very nice. Very nice. He's saying, oh, Rufus. sorry. I didn't know you guys were recording. Yeah, yes. Uh, Lady Lady Tukey will be over shortly. Nice. Um, so check this out. So there's a couple other ones that's popped out. Arweave up 100%, up 100, over 100% this week. Uh, Phantom, FTM up, up 86%. As you mentioned earlier, Solana up 61%. But notice on CoinGecko now that there's a little buy button by some of them. By oh, Polkadot, yeah. you can buy. Ethereum, you can buy. Not all of them, but it looks like a lot of them in the, maybe in the top 20 most of them in the top 20 and some sporadic around that you can buy. Like here's Tron top number 29 overall you can buy. So that's kind of interesting. There was a lot of, a lot of tokens that were up, you know, 10% or more. And a lot of, a lot of shit coins, uh, up big time out of the top 100. So these are just the top 100, but there's a lot of them outside the top 100 that have been big movers as well. So it's an interesting time to be in crypto. You know, I've had a lot of people reaching out to me saying, Hey, is crypto over? And I'm like, oh, yeah, crypto's <laughs> over, you guys. Uh, well done. Uh, well done. <laughs> pack your bags. Just go home. Get get rid of all your NFTs. It's is yeah. it over? Is it? Who's over? the big losers this week? Well, uh, no, no major ones. Uh, you know, nothing down more than twenty percent. So I'm gonna I'm gonna move right past that and go to this article here on Coin Telegraph that talks about uh, Coinbase's Bitcoin reserves. They are now at the lowest level they've been since December 2017. And they're saying part of it is because Bitcoin is just lingering, you know, between 46,000 and 49,000. It's just been hovering there, not a whole lot of action. And it looks like that the altcoins are where the action is right now. Mm -hmm. Well, there's so much stuff going on really within altcoins. Ethereum is, is so many big NFT launches are happening on Ethereum, right? I mean, so much so that there's a side news article on here. CryptoPunks, the, you know, the, one of the first NFTs ever. The creators have signed on with some top Hollywood agents because they've sold over $300 million in a week, right? Are you serious? Like, the world is changing. Like, like the, the power structure of creation is changing. And a lot of that's being led by Ethereum and some of these other big blockchains. And so, you know, you don't have, there's no Bitcoin NFTs, folks, right? And there's no Bitcoin DeFi, really. I mean, there's some solutions that use Bitcoin, but there's no smart contracts on top of on that. And there's some people that are trying to fix that. But that's why I don't get the maximalism of saying, oh, Bitcoin only. Oh, the other ones are shit coins. <laughs> like, really? Come on, man. You can't. You know, they just don't like the fact that there's other projects out there. Prospering. It's it's narrow and, and short-sighted. I think that's the problem. Is it's very and they're really narrow. smart people, but they're just like, I know what I think it is. Here's what I really think it is. It's like, I got a shitload of Bitcoin, so I only want Bitcoin to be good because I have a lot of it, right? It's like, yeah, I don't okay, think well, that's why they say it's that. It's what it is. It's what it is, Joel. They like the only the Bitcoin. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah, speaking of side stories, I have to take a look at this one here because apparently Twitter is working on a Bitcoin tipping feature uh, via the Light Lightning Network, and there it could come as soon as the next Twitter update. 
that uh, it's actually an article that's in the news here that's coming up oh well there it is i thought i saw something new so there i'm covering it now there it is side Uh, here's a little side story that's not a side story. that's already it's listed below so i'm going to remove it from below yeah from the from the lightning network and uh with the next update they're going to be able to do that now guess what that's going to turn on a whole lot of whiny liberals onto Bitcoin. Like, because, I mean, that's what Twitter mostly is now, is a lot of whiny people who are, ah, I hate that. And they're going to be like, yeah, I hate it too. Have some Bitcoin. Yeah. I really hate it. It's horrible. Have some Bitcoin. Yeah, fuck yeah. It was awesome. I hate it too. Have some Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, and by the way, Bitcoin <laughs> was developed by people with the opposite of your political mindset. So if you use Bitcoin. Give me back my Bitcoin. You're a capitalist. I need to talk to Bitcoin's manager. Um, (laughs) I need a refund of all my Bitcoin. Um, I didn't mean to send it to that person because I don't like their politics anymore. I'm going to burn. I'm going to burn my Bitcoin in protest. Uh, And I'm going to cancel the the bad crypto show because we don't like the jokes you're saying right now. You kind of hurt my feelings. And I'm going to cancel Twitter because they allowed people to tip in Bitcoin. Uh, It's bad for the environment. I'm canceling Uh. everything. Travis, I'm canceling you. You're canceling. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it didn't last very long because I'm still talking. So there's a report that came out from consulting giant Deloitte saying digital assets will likely replace fiat currencies in five to 10 years and banks should take notice. Quote, Deloitte's 2021 global blockchain survey affirms that banks should embrace their inevitable digital future in a seismic shift financial leaders increasingly see digital assets as the future Uh, file under no shit Sherlock, but it's nice to see, you know, mainstream echoing back what we've been saying for years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And there's, there's another thing that I want to actually talk about this. So blockchain is, is huge, right? We talk, we have a show about, I don't know if you guys know that or not, but we have a show. What's it called? This particular topic. It's called bad crypto. And uh, we talk about crypto and stuff. I thought they got canceled. Yeah. Well, here's what's interesting. And let me actually pull up this article. I'm going to see if it's in which one of the groups that I'm in on, on WhatsApp here. But it was, say, it was talking about how the World Economic Forum is working on something for blockchain, and they're going to create a global blockchain-based vaccine passport scenario, hmm. which is not good news. But that just tells you, obviously... The powers that be are going to be moving the digital currencies, right? But that's why we need the decentralized digital currencies. We, that's why these need to, to proliferate and be the most powerful ones, not the digital assets that are served out by the big powers and the big banks that be. Now, because, you know, some people are talking about Bitcoin. You know, we've talked about this before, that Bitcoin is going to be huge, huge, and the prices are going to be ginormous. Well, Bitcoin price will be between 250000 and 400000 by March. Uh, RuPaul predicts. Uh, no, Travis, it's it's Raul Pell. Oh, it's I was I was wondering like what RuPaul is like. Bitcoin is fabulous. You need to buy some Bitcoin, everybody. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> no, no, this is Raul Pell. Get your Bitcoin. Uh, uh, uh. It's RuPaul getting your Bitcoin off. We've re- referenced Raul on this uh, show before, and uh, he has said he he's very vocal. And just recently, and by the way, he's a former hedge fund executive at Goldman Sachs and now not Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs. And he uh, he runs Real Vision. And he told another podcast that he says Bitcoin will be worth between two hundred and fifty thousand and four hundred thousand by when March twenty 
2022. Oh, by 2020. I was about to ask which March. Six months, seven months from now. He's you, saying you, th- you yep. think it's going to go fi- Bitcoin's going to go five X by and, that. And and he said Ethereum is going to go to twenty thousand dollars. Fifty five percent of his savings are in Ether. Twenty five percent is in Bitcoin and the remaining 20 percent is in various DeFi tokens. Like whoa, 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 whoa. Of all of his savings, no, his, like, his, his cryptos, really? his crypto of his cryptos, of his crypto yeah. holdings. I was going to yeah. say, wow, he's all in on the cryptos at that point. Former hedge fund, but a lot of people are because I mean, we're you can't get these kind of gains playing the stock market. I mean, no. playing the stock market, you're going to get a couple, two, three, five, ten percent maybe. Or if you pick a, a a blue chip one that goes, you know, balls to the wall, then you can actually have some. But here, shit, if you play your cards right in crypto, like you can have you can have a blue chip stock win every freaking week, depending on if you pick the right roulette. Speaking in of this, crypto roulette, we will be doing a crypto roulette on Sunday's show. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Talking tokens with Travis and Joe's. Oh, it's going to be great fun. We don't know what we're going to talk about. We're going to spin the wheel, see what comes up. And we might have to record that one in video so we can screen share what we uh, what we find on the mm. fly. So there are some who are contrarians. One of them is a billionaire by the name of John Paulson. He told Bloomberg that cryptos will eventually go to zero, dismissing the asset class as, quote, a limited supply of nothing. Wow. Talk about somebody who doesn't get it. Now, this guy called it in the housing market. He he bet against the U.S. housing market in 2008, and he said that cryptos are a bubble. He got it right with the housing market, but clearly he has no understanding at all of what cryptos are. There's no way crypto is going away. There's no, it's not happening. It's a potential disaster. Everyone knows it. I know it. You know it. Crypto's bad. Right. Uh, Actually, that reminds me of the next story that we have right here. Apparently, uh, (laughs) President Donald Trump has spoken out in cryptos this week and very little of it has been complimentary. Uh, he says, actually, Travis, you should read this because Trump. I like the currency of the United States. Everyone knows it. It's great. Crypto assets are potentially a huge disaster. They're waiting to happen. It's going to hurt the United States currency. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's so weird to me. It's like, you know, he's made a lot of money, obviously, with with paper money. We should be investing in our currency. Right. Well, you can have a digital currency. Right. I mean, here's the thing. Cryptocurrencies give people sovereignty. Right. It frees us from the banking system. And it would seem to me that somebody who has been president and has invested all, you know, throughout his whole life should know that a lot of the banking system is a complete scam and it's not good for the people. Realistically, he should be looking at it and saying, oh, it's it's watering down the greenback. Well, dude, the the greenback has been watered down since Nixon took us off the gold standard in the 70s. Like, are you serious? It's it's it might be fake. Bitcoin's really bad. Everyone knows it. I know it. I hate it. But why didn't he do something about it when he was in office? He did it. And he should he should be worrying about other things like his golf swing. (laughs) Yeah. And again, he's wrong. He doesn't get it. He doesn't understand it, which I find a little surprising because I know he had people on his team that were very, you know, crypto savvy. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. He's he's old school. And uh-huh. uh, I think, you know, breathing life into the dollar at this point is ridiculous. She's dead, Jim. It, it's, it, how do you look at something that the trend over the long term has been to be devalued, right? There's not a point mm-hmm. in, in our history where you could say, hey, the dollar's back 
um, other than little, you know, bumps up and up and down. But for the What's most only- part, down, 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 down. Down, it has been since 1913. That, that's really that's really the if you go back and look at history for people who like to look at history, if you go back and look at the turning point of where we are right now. The turning point was in early 1910, 1911, when they when when all these big bankers and stuff went to Jekyll Island and off the coast of Georgia and they came up with the plan to create the Federal Reserve Bank and they passed it. And then, you know, Woodrow Wilson just kind of signed off on it. They passed it through Congress during the holidays when nobody was there. And they they gave power to these central bankers. Giving power to the central bankers throughout time has always been disastrous in the end. Why? Because they make more money when they print more money. And they print more money and they pay for wars. That, that's one of the main reasons why there were world wars is because, all right, we're going to we're going to put money into circulation. We're going to pull money out of circulation. We're going to put money into circulation. We're going to pull it out of circulation. And they just basically manipulate things all the way. And then they pay for these wars. Then those countries that get devastated have to borrow more money and they loan it back. And it's just all this huge. It's, it's a huge scam. And you know what? Crypto really gives you sovereignty and it takes the power away from those guys. And guess what? They really like to have their power. They don't want to give their power up. Well, they can't have it. Fight I'm, the power. I'm rather ranty today, Joel. What's the deal? You you are ranty. You tell me what's what's the know. deal. Did you like well, I'll tell you what, more fiber in your diet? Is that actually I'm having there's nothing in my diet right now. I'm on right now. I am on hour 47 and a half. I just passed Damn. fasting. That's impressive. So I'm going to go, I'm trying to go 72 hours, but if I go 72 hours, then I might just go seven days. When are you going to go on the corn diet? Well, I have not had, I actually have some corn in the fridge that I have not cooked in a while. And I, you know what? It's probably going to sit there. I'll have some corn when it's corn time, when I'm feeling extra corny. Here's some bad news for the week. Cream finance got creamed. They're a popular DeFi protocol and they got hacked. Earlier this week, they were exploited for the second time in six months, and the unknown attackers managed to take around $25 million in ETH and AMP. And wow, uh, today's prices looks like they stole about $35 million because ETH is up, and they are promising to repay users with protocol fees, and they're offering a 10% bounty bug. So what, what is that? It's a bug bounty? If yeah. hackers, if they could figure out how they got in there. Yeah. Yeah. And check this out. It's like, and you're reading this article, like, like cream has been exploited twice in six months mm-hmm. and they, they spell it C dot R dot E dot A dot M dot. I think that's a nod to Wu-Tang's cash rules. Everything around me cream, get the money dollar dollar bills. Y'all. I think that's exactly what that means. But look at the bottom here on this article. Oh, Thorchain compromise with $7.6 million stolen. Bondly finance compromise crashes 60%. So some of these platforms are not secure, folks. Be careful with what you do with your cryptos. Just because it sounds like it's going to be good and you're going to make all this money, you might not. Is, uh, is, is Bitcoin the currency, uh, the legit currency in El Salvador now? I know we're approaching the date or has, has it happened already? Well, they've approved it. Right. And mm-hmm. now I think, I think the date is in, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, it's in October that they all, that they have to be able to be accepting it. And so there's, there's different wall, uh, you know, different uh, Salvadorian adults are downloading the Chivo wallet, C H I V O. So El Salvador has 6.5 million people 
and uh, they are retirees are, are protesting against the Bitcoin adoption, though. I don't like this damn Bitcoin. Get off my damn lawn. I don't want any of it. Apparently, they passed this bill on Tuesday that creates a $150 million Bitcoin trust to support the development of crypto infrastructure and services across the country. So uh, this comes one week before the country's Bitcoin laws set to take effect. So oh, it happens. It happens. Okay next week and right now u.s dollars are legal tender but bitcoin and this is the first uh country that it's recognized uh fully as legal tender so way to lead the the charge el salvador yeah 64 officials said yay 14 said nay they are probably owned by their central bank or something but the trust is actually designed to convert bitcoin into dollars so how is that bad for the greenback uh mr trump it's bad (laughs) <laughs> uh where else check this out now this one right here is crazy so america's like bitcoin's bad cryptos are bad but then cuba's like cuba's central bank is now recognizing cryptocurrencies like bitcoin and some others uh and it's historic for the island nation and they are cheering going crazy uh about you know they like that they want liberty well now they can actually use bitcoin which gives them a little bit tiny bit of their liberty i guess down with the dictatorship. Yeah, we're we're just about neighbors with Cuba now. I think what there's one island between us and Cuba is it uh, Haiti and Dominican Republic. Yep, that's the one right, island. Yeah, to, to to our west, and then it's always weird. Cuba. Like, why is that? Why is that two countries on one island? That's not that huge. It's not a huge island, and it's crazy. That's two countries. They really should just be all one, and then try to fix their shit because like Haiti is devastated and so completely poor. I'm, I'm sure there's good reasons for it. I don't Probably. know the history. Of I'm that, not but... geopolitical master on that shit though. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, why do Speaking we have a North? I don't know about what, what else you got? Firm... <laughs> Korean firm has become the first BSN, the block China's blockchain service network to go global. It's the first one outside of China. And quite frankly, I don't really care about this art of the story at all. Wait, wait, are they, is this Globo Jim? Is that what this is? Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody. (laughs) (laughs) China's blockchain service network uh, is going global with a Korean blockchain firm, Metaverse Society. They're the first BSN portal operator outside of China. So those of you who say, hey, the show doesn't have enough international flavor, you can go read more about this in our show notes with all of the links that we're covering today at badco.in forward slash 545. It'll take you directly there. Do not pass go. Do not collect your $200. Go directly to the jail of bad cryptopia. Also in the news, also Belarus, former Soviet Union country. Belarus? Who's Belarus? Belarus. They are asking people to mine crypto instead of working abroad. Minister of Energy has started to say, we like to explore crypto mining. Don't move. Don't leave. Stay here. Mine crypto. Maybe you don't have to have a job. We have enough electricity to mine the Bitcoin. Let's do this. Nice. That's encouraging. I like when I see government saying, hey, uh, cryptos are the future. Maybe maybe yeah. you guys should look at this. huh? Build something based on electricity. After all, start mining crypto or whatever it's called. There's enough electricity in Belarus. All right, that's enough around the world. Let's bring it back here to global. Around the world. 
Ethereum, it has been rallying. And uh, like I say, as of right now, it's at 3,714, up almost 10% in the last 24 hours. Very nice. And, you know, the, the questions are, which is going to hit its all-time high first, right? Ethereum was around, was around 4,200 or say, and Bitcoin was, uh, was around 62,000. Uh, somewhere, somewhere around that. And so um, I think Ethereum's going to break the all-time high first. Mm. It's all-time high. You know high. what? It looks to me like it's, 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 it's really close to breaking through some, some key resistance popping on up. So I would say definitely keep an eye on that. It's breaking the key $3,400 level. It's above that. It's moving on forward. And with all the DeFi stuff happening on Ethereum and all the NFT stuff happening on Ethereum, it's just lots of pandemonium on Ethereum. And here's an article right here on Crypto News. Wait, I have the data for you. Uh, the all-time okay. high was $4,356. Oh, shit, we're not far for, away from that now, are we? Three. No, that was May 12th of this year, four months ago. So it's down 14.7% from there. And the all-time low was $0.43 cents about six years ago, October 20th, 2015. Imagine having gotten in on that. Oh, it's it's at uh, forty three cents. Yeah, I'll, I'd like uh, five thousand of those, please. Here, here's two, two, two grand. God, <laughs> dude, and you know, you know what's crazy about that is like when I it's like because I've always you know I dipped my toe in in crypto early on, two thousand ten or whatever, and then like it was like two thousand thirteen. I, I was like looking for crypto buddies. Nobody I'm like crypto's not a thing. It's not a good really. It's all right. All right. Two thousand fifteen, I popped in. And I remember seeing when Ethereum was launching and I just kind of just glossed over it and just didn't really do a deep, it didn't really click on me yet. I was just, I was still, I was still in maximalist mode, really just thinking about, oh, Bitcoin is that Bitcoin's the crypto. What's this Ethereum? I don't even know. Ethereum didn't even make, what the hell is that? I don't even know what that is. I, I, dude, it's like, I know that I had a fucking opportunity to go in and buy a shitload of it. And I just, I glossed over it, man. Shit happens. What are you going to do? Uh, you're you're going to move on and talk about why Ethereum could be the coin to flip Bitcoin. The uh, there's a, a trader called Coin Bureau, and he has put a a video out to his subscribers explaining why he believes that the uh, the flipping is coming. And of course, it's all around smart contracts and the the upgrades that are coming. It's all about DeFi. It's about NFTs. It's about staking and Ethereum 2.0. Um, you know, Bitcoin moves at a much, uh, Ethereum is moving at a slow pace, but development around the Ethereum chain is moving very quickly. It is. And you know what? We've always been busting its balls, You calling it Inferium and, uh, you know, talking about the high gas fees. But I think with a lot of these layer two solutions that are popping up, it's, you know, and, 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 and people aren't stopping launching you know, NFT projects on Ethereum. I mean, if anything, they're getting more and more robust. They're doing all kinds, all kinds of stuff. And uh, so, yeah, I like Coin Bureau. That guy is good. I mean, if you're if you're listening to Bad Crypto, you probably would like Coin Bureau as well. He's got a shitload of followers on on YouTube, that's for sure. We do not because YouTube hated us and they blocked they cock blocked us early on and didn't let us grow our stuff and let others grow. But we're not we're not we're not bitter. Yeah, so we don't actually do uh, too much. You know, we put some stuff on YouTube, but it's not like we work it. There's YouTubers who are that is their thing. Our jam is talking and saying words, so we're we're fit for uh, for podcasting. Mm -hmm. 
That is we're, true. We're not, we're not made for TV. A couple more stories here to take a look at. Crypto exchanges record nearly $2 billion in stablecoins inflow. That's a lot of stablecoin hitting the exchanges. So why does why do exchanges fill up on stablecoins? Well, either to buy crypto assets as users request or to prepare user withdrawals before the dip happens. And so the writer of this article talks about how he believes that they're filling up on stablecoins for scenario one so that they can exchange the cryptos as people are wanting to buy them. Yeah, that's the that, the, the analyst who, who looked at this, the CEO of CryptoQuant, which is an on-chain data analysis firm, Ki Young Ju has said he thinks that this is a bullish signal, but it could be, it's basically this, this could be a bullish signal, eh, could be a bearish signal. We'll see. Like, hey, thanks for the on-chain data analysis. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Sir Lord Travis. Yes. This story here is amazing. I love to see it. There are two siblings. Uh, mm-hmm. Their names are Ishan and Anya, they are 14 and nine years old, and they are they, they've built um, a business mining crypto uh, over the summer, and they're making thirty thousand dollars mining Bitcoin, uh, Ravencoin, and Ethereum a month. No, no, wow. not a month. They're, they're, hang on, is it a month? Yeah, it's a month. Every month. Each month. That's what it says. Yeah, yeah. Each month, and so. Yeah, I mean, parents, teach your kids about the crypto because they are digital natives. They have mobile devices. They've had mobile devices since they were born. And seriously, teach your children about the cryptos. And uh, he converted his Alienware gaming computer into a mining rig, Ether mining rig in April. He's been doing this. And on the first day, he made $3. And he was like, what? I made $3. And then they liked it so much, they, they started adding more processors and they made $1,000 in their first month. And they expect to earn about $30,000, $36,000 in September based on the equipment currently on order that they are buying. They've, they've now bought AntMiners and NVIDIA uh, uh, RTX 380 Ti graphics cards. And there's some smart kids. I, my guess is that they have some pretty sharp parents. Yeah. But still, they're kids and they did it. So, yeah, well, their father, Raj, is a former investment banker uh, that helped fund and they helped took out a loan. And now they're doing all this. So it's like, that's a great dad over there, right? Teaching kids, you know, early on, here's the cryptos. And, uh, you know, man, you can have, you can have a pretty good life for yourself if you're earning $30,000 a month at age 12. Right. So, uh, so what's your excuse out there, gang? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And then we talk about the other dude, that kid who was making $400,000 from from Creighton selling NFTs. So there's some young entrepreneurs out there, some young entrepreneurs out there doing things in the crypto world. And that's exciting, man. I mean, crypto's not going away, folks, not going away. And neither are NFTs. So make sure you're tuning in on Tuesdays and Thursdays to The Nifty Show. Go ahead, the same podcast platform. If you like hearing our voices, you want to start hearing about some NFT stuff because you might not be hearing about it. And we need you to listen over there and give us a review wherever you listen. Oh, that would be so cool if you did that. Mm -hmm. We would appreciate that. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Make sure that you do review us and thumbs up and ring bells and all the things that you do when you approve. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. 
which is going to be crypto roulette. We're going to spin the wheel and see which coins that we've never heard of that we're going to discover together. It's going to be a fun journey. And uh, Trav, maybe we'll even do that episode live. Would that be fun to to go live with that? And then I think the it depends up? on my bandwidth. So let's not guarantee okay. that because I'm going to be somewhere in the jungles of Cancun somewhere. So we'll see. Okay. Well, you guys will find out when we find out. Until next time, stay bad. The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.